It was an early one, but I'm here. I'm ready. I'm I'm alive. I got. Do you want this? Is this is the this is the good opening? I've got Jurassic Park in the background. I've got Jurassic Park on here, and then I've got a Jurassic Park t-shirt on. <laughs> you a big fan of Jurassic Park? I would never. I don't really like that. the films. They're not like no, before. No. no. no Dale, Dale doesn't like because because they're really inaccurate and... dinosaurs. I'm currently reading. That's changing. <laughs> I like that cover. That's a nice cover. Where'd you get that from? It's the old cover. I don't know. Lauren got it for me for Christmas. That's I'm about nice halfway through. I had the blue one, but I lost it. Oh, it's it's not really a podcasty topic, but one sentence reaction to the um, Jurassic World Dominion trailer. Heathers. Heathers. Fe- this. I know Rhodes was going to say it at the same time because we messaged each other at I- the same time. <laughs> And and I we were like feathers, <laughs> and baby dinosaurs, baby dinosaurs, baby blue, stewards, but... and Therosinosaurus. There's a Therosinosaurus, bro. It's a Therosinosaurus. Oh, that was at least sixty words. But oh, I, I'm, makes I'm glad on YouTube. I mean, to be fair, I did see it, and I was like, because I mean, my my excitement was more like seeing like the um, Grant and Sadler back, and I was like, ah, it's like the old that ones. Cool. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> do you want to know a really depressing fact? So I was reading somewhere. I'm not sure how true this is, but I'm pretty sure it was from like a JP fan page. But you know, in Jurassic World Dominion, the new one. Yeah, the no, 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 not the newer. Uh, sorry, not Dominion. The one before that, Fallen yeah. Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, the Brachiosaurus that dies in the lava is the first one that we actually see in the first film. It was confirmed. Oh. 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 That scene. Oh, I remember, I remember scene. looking at you in the cinema and your eyes were like welling up and then you look back and feel and there's just tears dropping down and we were both just like... Why did they do... That was such a horrible scene. I can't watch it. I don't even watch that film nice. again. It was not nice. See, I'm... Uh, uh, you're not that much younger than me so you should be still desensitized by you know, the amount of films we will watch like whether it's Bambi or Lamb Before Time or... Uh, anything where there's there's always that dead tragic scene where like the mother or the something dies and then next minute they're all like do do anyway moving along singing right. happy I'm sorry <laughs> to bring up the land before time Bambi was a dead film let's just get it out there I don't care land before Bambi why was a dead why film. I'm sorry. I, the, my that point scarred my, me my point was that, that you should be used to sad <laughs> sad dinosaurs. that emotionally <laughs> damaged me that film oh damn this to you, little. I can't. Bit. I can't watch the Latin <laughs> tongue. It reminds right. me of being in the hospital because I used to watch it. When I, they used to weed it around on the TVs. Yeah, I used to be able to watch it in the hospital. I actually watched that when it broke my arm as well. Are we hospital buddies? Yeah, I was only um, in there for like a couple of days though. Oh, I was in there for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I, I thought the hospital was my home at one point. Yeah. So, uh, um, should we do a podcast about video games? No, that's not nah. Jurassic Park. Spinosaurus is meant to be confirmed, but it wasn't in the trailer. No, it wasn't, was it? I reckon that'll be a surprise thing. Yeah, like... no, they'll do that. They'll do that closer to the date, I think. But yeah, very, very. Got nice. like six months, five months. As long as, but... as long as this ain't the film, the Rexy dies. I'll be happy. Uh, uh, you mean uh... like Jurassic Park three? That abomination of a film. Do you know what? I still think it's not that bad of a film. I enjoyed it's it. It's okay. It opens with a T-Rex being killed by the Spinosaurus, and it was just like, 
Spinosaurus no. is a good dinosaur. Although it's very grossly inaccurate in the films and the Jurassic Park series. But it's a good but dinosaur. What isn't? What isn't? Well, I mean, it's true. Am I wrong? I mean, I guess, will they call that a Velociraptor, though? Is it a Velociraptor, the one with feathers? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming, but they're not going to call it a Velociraptor. It's, too, it's still too big to be a Velociraptor. There's another, yeah, it should the, be a Dionychus. The, yeah, or a Utahraptor. I think it's Dionychus, though, isn't it? But this, yeah, they based it. Yeah, they, I think but, um, Spielberg said they said Dionychus. They, the dinosaurs in the city that are chasing them, uh, the, the raptors, sorry, are different raptors. They're not Jurassic Park raptors that we know, the, the velociraptors, or actual velociraptors. There's something else. But yeah, video games are a thing, right? Yes. Um, so obviously, if, if you're watching this and you want to hear more of that conversation on uh, Jurassic World and velociraptors, then the unedited version of this conversation is available for $9.99 on CD. Wow. <laughs> CD keys. CD keys. This went eight different places. We, we, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna sell, sell them out the back of our car, like go around venues. I mean, like, yeah. buy our discussion about Jurassic Park. Would you like to bring? <laughs> to bring? Would you like to buy the original Jurassic World <laughs> discussion uh... by a cat? I, I I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, that that's where we've ended up. <laughs> anyway, hello everyone. Welcome to Uncap Gaming, the home of unprofessional opinions. Which occasionally veer Jurassic into video Park. games. Um, as ever, I'm Phil, and I'm joined by Lloyd and Dale. Dale, for audio listeners, is waving furiously. Um, it's not furious, it's more happy. This is well, furious. Happily, but fur furiously in action, happy in emotion. I don't know. Either way. Um, so, before we get into the main topic of the conversation, this week we are going to be talking about game difficulties and all the issues around that, and particularly with uh, the news that's been surrounding Sifu, and then obviously we've got Elden Ring come out, so there's lots of that conversation going on. But before we get into that, um, two things. First of all, as I mentioned in the interlude episode, if you have any opinions on any of the stuff we talk about and you want to be featured on the show, then um, you can metaphorically call in just um contact us via email on capgaming at gmail.com and if you're feeling brave record yourself and uh, we'll play it on the show and respond to your comments uh, whether that's about what game you're playing or something we've talked about previously um and yeah and, and we'll talk about that but as, before we get onto the main subject though let's talk about what we've been playing this past Two weeks um so dale already has controller in hand so do you want to go first <laughs> i have not stopped playing apex oh my lord the season's so good and i've upped my sensitivity and i'm hitting shots like literally we started recording like what five minutes ago and i jumped off the game like four minutes ago i've i've not stopped playing it's just so good holy hell um have i played anything else oh i played submerged hidden depth which I guess my uh, preview will be up by now. Right, uh, I'm thinking. Yeah, it will yeah, be. Yeah, as, you, as you're watching this, there will be. Um, if you're on the YouTube channel, you'll be able to see Dale's first impressions of submerged hidden depths. And if you're not on the YouTube channel, then what the hell are you doing? Get on the YouTube channel. Come and what find us. What are you doing? 
you, you want you want the video versions of us, so we full glorious technicolor. Um. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I played that, and uh, <laughs> my intro states the like. I normally buy games, and my thing around games is how good their combat is and how good their combat feels. So, like, I played Apex for so long because I honestly think it is one of the most satisfying shooters to play right now. They, I don't think much compares to it. Um, and that's why I still play it, because it's amazing. So, me playing a non-combat game is quite rare. Very rare. And uh, this sucked me in. There's some good, like... There's some good metaphors in the game. I, I, I think I'm coming out the right way. There's, there's like, nature taking over modern life and, um, like, a, a reset civilization trying to, like, find this way through. So, yeah. it's, a brother, it's a brother and a sister. There's not, like, they get kicked out of their civilization for a reason, you know, and stuff like that. But it's, like everything's submerged in water and there's just like little things cropping out and there's like i don't know it's really cool it's a really cool print uh, really cool concept and like yeah i enjoy it. sorry i said and like a lot <laughs> i thought the uh that this season of apex was to do with being sabotaged is that to do with that then because i i haven't really played it this oh wait no no that was uh, hidden depths but oh, no, yeah sorry, this, my head this, went then it's fine this is so season uh Eight or nine, whatever season Fuse was introduced in. If you watch the Fuse like intro thing, there's Mad Maggie, and she's yeah, yeah. like one of the villains. She she puts a load of like events into the game, and she basically gets just like drop kicked into the game, and she's now in it, and she's she's really good. She counts one of the most popular characters in the game, so there's that kind of dynamic. It's 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 good. It's really good. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave the podcast now and go play Apex. I'll catch you all later. No, you have to stay put and um, no fidgeting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about you, Lloyd? Uh, so obviously we haven't played for a couple of... We haven't done the podcast for, what is it now, a week. Um, so I've played quite a bit. Uh, I started playing... Grap I play Grapple Dogs uh from super rare originals uh and medallion games uh that was really cool uh that kind of was like this like classic platformer taking you back to the day the old days of like mario and uh and donkey kong and things like that and it was just that was, that was loads of fun like you just swing around and it's all about like getting that momentum keep going uh quick as you can and and the soundtrack just slaps on another level it, 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 it did um yeah. the, the, the music did sound very much uh, oh. like a bop um yeah, the other thing it reminded me of um obviously apart from old school platforms is um the i don't know if you've seen like the game makers toolkit channel the guy is like trying to develop his own video game using like where the characters got magnets and you use them to like open yeah. doors and swing around and stuff I don't know why it reminded me of that. Just, just I think that the momentum-based platform and yeah, yeah, it's kind platforming. of like Sonic as well. Like I found. It reminds. Did you did you ever play Ukulele? No. Oh, that's that's a good game that I recommend to both of you. But it reminds me of that with the physics because it's like pinball through the entire <clears> game, and it's that's yeah. really good. That's that's cool. Um and yeah and then so there was that. I played that. Um, and then there's Not Tonight 2, which came out last week. Yeah, the, uh, on the Friday, last Friday. Uh, 
that's that's something I think Phil will enjoy. Um, so the opening tagline in it was "Politics shouldn't be in games." <laughs> it was like, <laughs> and then it's like oh, the most, no. it was like the most politically like uh, satire-filled game I've ever seen. Right, I just, can, can I just just say I don't. Think, I mean, there's there's obviously all sorts of intellectual arguments you can have, but the one thing that I keep coming back to about why you absolutely should have politics in games is um, Command & Conquer Red Alert 2, I think it was, and that ended with Tim Curry where he goes, I'm going to the one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. <laughs> Space! You couldn't have that without without having no, politics no. in games, so uh, there you go, like, checkmate. <laughs> honestly, it's like, it's just... It, it, it's just, like, so... Like weird, I guess is that, like so. There's like one mission where you basically you you have to play as a bouncer in this, um, and you go on this like road trip across America, um, and the first one's Europe, I think, uh, like a post Brexit Europe, um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, um, so like you just basically take up these bouncer jobs, and it's just like crazy. Like there's one where you go into like a castle, and um. You basically can't let any majors in, but you've still got to like check their IDs, and it's just and yeah, and then they're like flying in over the top of the castle and their balloons and stuff, and you've got to shoot them down. Whilst also checking their ID, and it's just like it's just so much fun, and it's such a simple concept, but it's just it's really it's a lot of fun. Um, and then Silk released a demo as well, which is uh, which is quite cool. Um, so that was one of my most anticipated games I put out on my channel. Um, that's that's been quite fun. I haven't played too much of it yet. I'm going to play more of that this this week now, and then uh, hopefully have some have some more more words about that. I think. But yeah, three really great games. I'd recommend to everyone. Um, cool, good stuff. Me. Um, well, on my end, other other than um, my continued humiliation when it's something. Death on, on The Last of Us 2, which we'll not talk about for a while because I'm still sore over the last one. I am. Um, <laughs> I've been playing Tormented Souls, which is um, for any, it came out in June or July last year. Um, so it's indie game by P Cube, um, who I definitely did not read as Poop Pube the first time the name appeared on the screen. I <laughs> am. Um, but it's it's like a, it's a survival horror game in like the old school style with um, the fixed camera angles and everything. But it's, it, I mean, it, it looks gorgeous. It's got a great atmosphere. There's a few things in it which are not the best. Like the, the, when the characters talk, there's there's like they've got the voices and they don't really have the the character models do anything. Like if they're interacting, so that it feels a bit stilted in parts. And then there's. Uh, Oh, the puzzles. The puzzles was the one of the things. So there's a puzzle where you have to find a door knocker and then you get to this door and it says you need to know the beaten heart of something, um, which is a really obscure clue to that you have to use a stethoscope to listen to the heartbeat of a statue in the main hall and then you have to knock the doorbell, uh, the doorbell, the door knocker, um, in time with that heartbeat and it's so it requires so much precision I had to watch a YouTube video of someone else doing it to to press at the right moments to get it because I did it so many times it just did not work. Um, so stuff like that's really frustrating. But then on, on the other hand, like the like some of the like the darkness and horror of it and like the way the combat works because um, obviously like a lot of these things, it's one of those where you have to decide whether to conserve ammo and risk 
taking you know a hit or whatever or um and there's very limited it's it's hard saves only there's very limited ones so there's all that sort of stuff which is really cool and fun with moments of frustration so that that's been the the main thing i've kind of been pushing through at the moment um, sounds like the worst game for me it that sounds you, like you, the worst you would absolutely game hate it. Oh. <laughs> Anyone who's a, who's a fan of like Resident Evil or Silent Hill, I think will will love it and appreciate it. Anyone who's like Dale and just is um, thinks that Animal Crossing like gets a bit game. too dark sometimes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, but yeah. The other thing I was think, thinking of, and I don't know, this is probably a really terrible idea, but the idea popped into my head yesterday because I was thinking about all the games like. That I haven't completed, you know, when we were talking about the few, whatever episode it was about our backlogs, and the temptation arose said, Should I make like a spreadsheet with all my games on and which ones I have yet to complete nope. and which ones I've nope. yet to 100%? No, 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 that's definitely dangerous. Nope. Road, I think. That's a really bad idea. Do not do that. That that has given me just anxiety to think about <laughs> just looking at the games that I've got that I've not finished. I mean, and I, mean then I can, I can absolutely see how it would grip, like, that would have a hold on me the second I did it, because I'd be looking and going, well, I should play this game because it'd become, like, an obligation, but there's also the temptation yeah. that there's enough of me in there that, like, that's a really good way to do it because it means it's structured. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, I, know, I know on my Xbox, like, downloaded games, or down, like, digitally owned games are, like... I think it's 380, and I must have completed about 20 of them. Yeah. So that's already... Looking at my Steam library, it's 101, and I'm pretty sure I probably beat about six of them. Yeah. I like... So with my... I, I organise my Steam thing. So, like, because I get, like... I have to, I play a lot of demos and stuff. Like, I just find it easier to kind of, like, you know, go, go through. Um, and one of my biggest mistakes was actually having a backlog category, because that just grows... <laughs> and it, it like and I, my completed is like 10 and then my backlog's like 50 and <laughs> and i'm like and i'm sat there and then i made another one which says 100 percent completed which is like one <laughs> so it's just like yeah no <laughs> don't do fl yeah that that's part of the thing because like I, I think i've got 11 platinum trophies at the moment on a playstation which is the 100 percent and then like you, you see watch videos of other people talking about games or you watch streamers and stuff and they've got like 50 platinums or, or you're thinking i should get more platinums yeah it's, da <laughs> it's a dangerous road <laughs> well if it's if it's gonna be how many did you say you had sorry 11 i'm pretty sure i've i've been like i've been gaming on xbox since 360 yeah since 360 come up and i'm pretty sure i've probably 100 percent achievement wise maybe about eight games yeah Okay, I think yeah. I, I think there's it's a very different culture on the PlayStation with platinum and stuff. I think so. I I yeah. kind of wish we had that platinums we, and I that kind of did. thing. We did for a bit. We had the diamonds last... achievements, didn't we, and stuff? Yeah, it, I, yeah, they were like super rare ones, but like it didn't really last much longer. I don't think because no. when the diamonds, it was had to be like a certain percentage of people had to complete that for it to be a diamond or something. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, yeah, like I think it's very different on PlayStation because, like, like they, like they, <laughs> but like a lot of a lot of PlayStation players tend yeah, to wait to just share more. there, Lloyd. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm to the dark side, PlayStation players. I'm to the dark. 
dark side. <laughs> well, I mean, on on the on the subject of PlayStation, obviously that this is kind of where the latest. I say the latest because obviously there's always something like difficult. The, the debates and discussions about difficulty and what it means always pops up every so often. But the latest one is with Sifu, the um, beat 'em up game, which is obviously quite difficult anyway. Because I, I I don't know. I always find things like that where you have to remember combos and different buttons and stuff like that. That that type of combat compared to aim shoot combat is always so much harder. Um, so, it, but it's getting an update. I think it's due in March. And one of the things in there, there's loads of accessibility function stuff that they're trying to introduce. And then they're also bringing in an easier difficulty and a harder difficulty. And this has obviously caused ructions, as it always does like, with people kind of going on about um, how it's ruining the experience. I'd, I, I made the mistake of looking in the cesspool that is Twitter's replies. Don't. Um, <laughs> don't, just don't do it. It's just not worth it. But yeah, pe- pe- people talking about it. Um, I mean, the, the way to, to, to a lot of people sort of go, well, what's the if if you're not playing it on easy, what does it affect you? Doesn't doesn't matter. But then there are people sort of go, well, I hope that if they do it on easy mode, they, they shouldn't get the platinum trophy for it. If I did it on this, uh, and all, all this sort of debates. Going off, um, which same thing when when they revealed the uh, um, Blue Points remake of Demon Souls, they were originally going to have an easy mode, and then they decided against it in the end. So it comes around in circles. It's it's always back and, and forth, but um, that that's that's kind of where we kick off. I mean, I don't I don't think that's the most interesting discussion around difficulty, but it's a place to start. As far as that, because it's the one that people are talking about most, because um, it brings up like p- people talking about things like you know the intended experience of the game developers and all this sort of stuff, um, and then all the all the that's, that's a simple thing to to counteract the amount of games that I've played where it's gone uh, choose your difficulty and it'd be like hard in brackets. This is the way the game was intended to be played close bracket that's that's it mm. that's, that's, the argument is gone it's gone but, like but then if you say you wanted to play that game and you were struggling because of whatever reason that may be because like difficulty is an accessibility thing um and you're not playing it to how the game is intended do you not feel like you are getting the same experience as everyone else if you're intending for it to be played that way should the game because an intended experience can be broken down into many different things it could be broken down into the combat so. difficult difficulty it could be broken down into the story it could be etc 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 i don't think i don't think intended is going to break down into the story i think it's just going to go into difficulty personally i would say because if if difficulty is removing story options then it's not a difficulty option it's a which story would you like option you know? Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I so, think, I, yeah. I think what Lloyd's saying is that, like, if, if obviously it depends on the developer, I suppose, but if they, if their their intended experience is like the, the difficulty is kind of there, so you can choose whatever in terms of combat and mm. challenge and all that sort of stuff, but the experience they want is they want you to go through it 
and experience the story of it, and then no matter what difficulty you're on, you still experience you get that. the same experience. Yeah, um, mm. which yeah. never always used to be the case because the like there were um, used to be games where if you played on easy, you'd, you'd miss out. They, they wouldn't have oh, the true endings yeah, and no. stuff. Um, yeah, you're right. Actually, yeah, no, Lloyd, that makes a good point. Actually, because I'm thinking Halo Three did it right. Uh, Halo Three so. did it on the because like the whole doing it on Legendary is the whole you know you stay up with your yeah. mates and and you grind out and get it done. But there was like the cutscene where you see Master Chief survive, right? Yeah, yeah, you got the extended. whole thing. Yeah, yeah, no, sorry, I yeah, I, I was thinking of it more like just difficulty. But then, like, I I don't like stuff like that. Why why would you do that? Like. Would it, so in a way, would it, I don't know, because like, I don't think you should punish people for playing it on easier difficulties because we live in a very, you know, diverse world now where people, are, you know, are very open about, um, you, you know, several illnesses or disabilities and stuff. So like, and, and obviously, it, it, you know, games, I, I, I struggle with a lot of games, you know, there, there's games where I just, like Cuphead. I just refuse to look at Cuphead and it sits there in my library being like <laughs> the pain okay. in my life. And I, I just, I, I, cause I know I've got to a point now where I'm really, really struggling and it's put me off the game. Like, do you know what I mean? And it, it feels, it feels crappy to be honest. Cause like, I want to play that game. I want to complete it. Cause I love it. It's a good game. Now on the flip side, being able to beat it because it's super hard is a reward in itself. Like, yeah. Hollow Knight mm. is the pure example of that for me. Hollow Knight was solid. Oh my lord, that did my head in. Like, there was there was a boss. Um, the Watchers, I think they were. And honestly, that, that took me days to beat. As soon as I beat that, though, whoo, <laughs> that, that yeah. was a feeling, you know? But yeah, again, well, it's giving people the option. Yeah. The option's always important, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it def in terms of what you can do, in terms of how you can adjust that stuff, it definitely depends on the, not only the game, but also I think the type of game. Probably because mm. there's probably it's, there's probably more adjustments you can make to something that's kind of a third person realistic kind of game than you can necessarily to like a side scrolling platformer. That the, there's going to be different issues there, but um, I think it's still like the. We've got past that date, like things when things were in the past, what they'd call like Nintendo hard when like on the old NES um, type thing where games were just like really, really hard to beat just by default, just because they'd been made that way. Um, yeah. Oh, um, like them um, from arcades. That yeah, it's a gap. It was right? like it was hard specifically to get people to put more money in to keep going. Like there was a balance between making it feel like they could go further and making sure they die so they have to put more money in the machines. <laughs> I guess that's something we just don't need now. No. You don't, you don't like... Yeah, like, I, I, I don't see the the reason why you wouldn't put easier modes in your game. I, I, I don't. Like, I, I, I do get the argument of, oh, it's a... It's a... a big achievement to beat this game, but what's difficult for me might be different for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So I think I think there's definitely different ways of doing it cuz um <clears throat> like didn't like Celeste 
for example, has got the... Is it called assist mode, or is it called something else where... But there's, there's something there where it's still the same basic game, but there's something... I've not used it, so I don't, I don't know enough about it, to be honest. But there's something there which helps you to progress a little further, or it's designed to... Like make it easier for you to kind of get to grips with it. Particularly, you've got like um, react like different delayed reaction times and various things like that. Um, and then there's God mode on Hades. Yeah. Um, which again, it Hades change... is a really good one. Yeah, because mm. it doesn't. It doesn't change. Like, I mean, you've you've played it, so you know better than me. But as I understand it, it doesn't change the overall experience. It just means. It gives you kind of a leg up each time you die. It's some- every time you die. I think it it gives you like a percentage. It's nothing, but it's just that little. Do you know what I mean that little? If the game is stupidly hard for you, which it is a difficult game, yeah, you'll get to a point where you are a lot stronger. But but you're gonna get a lot better because your skills are just gonna naturally get better as well. So it's, I I think it's a, it's a a really interesting way of doing it, specifically to like a roguelike or roguelites or yeah. one of those things <laughs> yeah. we've discussed it but I still won't get it um, yeah. so yeah it, it, Hades is a really good one and I, Celeste I, I've not seen so yeah, I, I think I, Gravel Dogs was quite a good example because like what they did with their accessibilities was basically you could turn on infinite jumps or unlimited health at any point during the game and like so there was certain points like there was later points in the game that I found easier than previous points which is going to happen um but like there was bits where it was just intense sort of like keep jumping and you've got to hit your timing has to be like spot on um and i there was points where like i struggled got frustrated didn't want to play it but then i was like oh i could just do this do you know what i mean could switch them on i could get past that bit and then enjoy the rest of the game so i think that's another good way of getting around this like obviously not for every single game but yeah because I mean, the the other thing aside from the mechanics of the specific game will be things like budgets, because mm. obviously something like Grapple Dog, which is an indie title, which was made for whatever. Like, I, I'm assuming it was a quite small team of people making it. Yeah. Um, whereas if you talk like you know top of the line AAA game with hundreds of millions of dollars thrown in it, like um, Last of Us Part Two, for example, they got like all the accessibility options, but then they've also got, you can customize individual aspects of the difficulties. So you can have it where the difficulty for the enemies might be harder, but the difficulty in terms of how much, re- how many resources you find in the world is easier and all this sort of stuff. Then you've got, um, all the stuff like your cheats, like infinite breath and things like that. You can turn on if you, if you unlock them and stuff like that. Um, but at the same time, they've also got something built in, which is so like, if you play on, like the grounded difficulty, which I think, as far as an intended experience goes, I think that is the the intended experience from what I've played it because it it that seems to be what it was all built around. Then you get onto there. Obviously, you can still turn the accessibility stuff off, but once you turn onto that, you it takes away things. Like I said, you can't use any cheats, even if you've unlocked them. You can't use um any of the stuff. Like you you can't change the difficulty halfway through. It's stuck. Once you're on it, you're on it. Um, so I think that that kind of fits the balance of the both between we have an intended experience and you can lock yourself into that and do it, but there's yeah. still accessibility within it. And then if you don't want to do that, there's more accessibility and more difficulty. There's there's more. Yeah, you, know, you can customize the difficulty in every which way if you wanted. 
Yeah. Some bits think, really, really hard and some bits really, really easy. Yeah, I think the wording of everything is really important as well in terms of everything. Because like, it's like we said before, like, you, you know, you said beating something on a hard difficulty is uh, it's like an achievement and it's something you can kind of, you know, brag about or whatever. But it's like, say if someone is like is struggling with that hard difficulty and they're playing the easy game and then everyone's like, oh, you played it on an easy game, didn't really complete it. You, you know, it's it's kind of like, right, okay. Um, trying to figure what I'm trying to say now, but um, it like that wording could easily be changed. So you could play like the story mode, for example, or you could play yeah the more the more combat orientated mm -hmm. version and stuff. So rather than being like, oh, I, I completed it on hard, look how good I am. You, you know, people could be like, oh, I completed the story, like you know, and yeah. yeah. So I, 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 I think wording that difficult that really difference annoying. between is it like like God of War adds like the 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 difficult lowest difficulties called give me a story and then yeah like the old dooms where the the, the lowest difficulty was called don't hurt me daddy or something like that like Wolfenstein, um, Wolfenstein did the same mm. and yeah it, it, it's kind of like i think like i get that and it, it is a bit like turning cheek and stuff with like the wolfenstein stuff but it's it's almost a, a level of like humiliation as well in a way yeah. if you can't do it mm. So I think I think for developers now they've got to be careful in the way they word these. Okay. I think that's so important now. Was it? I can't remember. There was a game that if you played on easy, you had like I think like rabbit ears or like a chicken head or something. I can't remember. There was something like that in a game. Oh wow! And I remember. I really can't remember. It was. I, I've, oh, I've definitely, that definitely sounds familiar. I've not. I, I can't think of what it is, but um, that definitely. But. I mean, this this kind of comes back to the the other side of this that when like people are talking about if you can't you can't introduce difficulty because there's an intended experience and if you put it easier you ruin it. Like the, the kind of answer to that is that a lot of these people you know, is is talking about gatekeeping and a lot of this comes back to like the the way we look at like the the community of people who play video games now compared to in the 1980s or whatever. It's a lot bigger and a lot more sort of diverse and inclusive it's not doesn't meet certain like stereotypes of you know a certain type of um person locked in their parents basements at age 30 or or just kids who like so that the, there's the demographics have completely changed and, and there's also that sense of there's obviously a lot of people who don't like that and want it to be this exclusive thing because it's the like they feel like then this this is our thing where I can feel special because this is my exclusive little club, um, which is obviously where you get a lot of this like things like we had Gamergate and whatever like yeah, God, that was six years ago now. I'm just flying by. It's but, quick because because it's always that it's that that's always that's the reactions to these things are always center around this perception of. It's something from the outside. It's someone doing something different. You're not part of our group. You're not part of our community. We've got this idea of what gaming and a gamer is, and they and you're coming in and ruining that, and like ruining my perception of myself as this thing. And and it also kind of ties into that same sort of mentality. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I found the game. Uh, it was Res uh, Resident Evil. Sorry, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. If you played on oh. easy, you wore a like a chicken 
hat thing. But I'm looking through, and there's a lot of games that do stuff like that. A lot of games, damn. Yeah, that's quite recent as well for for being Metal Gear Solid Five. It's like, um, not not the that's anything too surprising given just how mad some of those games are. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, crazy what, games. What what else have we got? Um, sorry, let me just bring it back up. But um, to to just backtrack a little onto Lloyd's point about like renaming, I think that's probably one of the better ways to do it, because yeah. then it also shows like if you're like, for example, you know, like say we're both playing a, a shooter game, say we're both playing, I, I know we don't, but say we're both we're all playing the Call of Duty game. I'm like I I like shooters, so I'm obviously going to play it on quite a hard difficulty because I like that challenge. But I know, for example, Lloyd, you pay a lot more attention to the story. Yeah. Than I would at first. I do quite a lot, but you probably not do. for quality, so, but... <laughs> but yeah. But this this is just the example that comes to my head. But yeah, like, yeah. if you turn around to me, it's like, oh, I beat the story, and you're, I'm like, oh, sick. So did you enjoy the story? I know you're that type of game. You're the type yeah. of game that enjoys stories. You enjoy that type of thing. And then I'm like, I played it on veteran. You're like, oh, so you really enjoy bouncing around corners and popping people straight in the head before they can even see you know like yeah yeah it shows the type of game that you like to be as well other than bringing it from the accessibility thing it also shows the gamers are different and we like playing things in different ways ways, yeah but yeah um some of them uh lloyd the wolfenstein one i found and i forgot about this one is it's got him dressed up with a a, A, what's the a, a dummy a, in the the, the baby hat, hat. The baby's yeah, way, yeah. And it's can I play daddy? Yeah, that was that was. I, I don't know why you said don't hit me, daddy, but mm. it's can I play? <laughs> I love I love Wolfen. Like they were good games, but like yeah, when I because I I think I played it on the third one. I don't remember what the third one was, but like. It was just like I was sat there and I was like, I don't feel good enough <laughs> to be playing this game, and it, it it does, but like it does have that impact on like that instant like mental image of going into a game and and playing and like it it kind it's of the it's, shaming, yeah, it's, it's, sh- it's shaming, shaming the player and, for doing and, it, and it's kind of playing into this like toxic gatekeeping attitude that happens on Twitter as well because yeah. it, it's mm, just it like. Like I get, I get it. It is meant in tongue in cheek and and things, but people just take it too far. Like and and if you're playing into that, and I think developers have got got to yeah. realise that as well. They've got yeah. a responsibility. I think. Yeah, they're yeah. the ones who've got to step up and thing it. But another one which I completely forgot about, which I have got this achievement. If you played Fifty Cent Blood in the Sand, amazing game by the way. Yeah. On that's... easy, you'd instantly get an achievement called Not Bulletproof. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but I. It, it, they're they're creative. They 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 they're creative with them, but yeah, it just shouldn't happen anymore. Uh, I um, think uh, it shouldn't. So wait, I'm just, I'm just sorry, sorry. I'm just kind of in shock that that game exists. Ooh. <laughs> it's Ooh. a good game. I've met like... Freddy Worlds, a uh, Freddy's World, which I'm thinking was the kind of like. RPG game? Yeah, that's quite right, recent, weird. One. Yeah. Gives players a chance to take a take a peek into the world of characters. Oh wait, no, sorry. Um if you beat it on the normal ending, you get a thing that says you beat an imaginary monster in an imaginary game without taking any risks and without finding anything interesting. That's how it ends. <laughs> that's well, that's bad. <laughs> that's bad. 
Oh. That's that's like you know, instead instead of like the thing where you get some at the end, like where developers say like, "Thank you for playing our game. We're so glad you enjoyed." It's just yeah. like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> it's like, <laughs> "Why would you do this?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just like the the equivalent of just being like, "Are you a beta? Wow, this is terrible." <laughs> so oh, yeah. just just let me enjoy my game. God, man. But yeah, yeah I, nah, it, it, oh god. Oh, go on, go on. I, I, I know uh, you said, you said. <laughs> I was, um, I was gonna say, yeah, you're, you're right. I think it's, it, it, it's, it's humorous in a sense that you can like laugh at it, but it, I don't think it. it yeah, should I, I, you shouldn't ridicule people for playing on what they want to play on, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I get it, and it, it is funny, but like, it, it just because like everything now is just so toxic with social media and stuff. It's just. Like if if they did that on Call of Duty or like Halo, oh god, could you imagine the comments? Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, it's... Well, it, it plays into a culture where people are already inclined to like just be really aggressively Horrible. spiteful of people, yeah. and yeah. it's like for for no real yeah reason. It's not like you know, sort of oh you know you've killed my father. Prepare to prepare to die. It's just like you know you're playing on easy. Prepare to those like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it, I, I also think that like the secret ending things should be cut out for difficulties. There should be something you have to do in the game to get a secret ending. I yeah, that should be the better way of doing it. But yeah, um, I, th- I think that the the um, the main argument against it is that the game that springs to mind that did that. I think um, the first game that springs to mind at least was Superman sixty four, which. As we all know, is like one of the worst games ever made. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Have you played Cyberpunk? <laughs> New update with that, actually. So, Cyberpunk does not make you fly through rings with the use of janky flying system. So, not uh, on purpose. But has anyone played the Quidditch, the Quidditch game in the Harry Potter oh, game? Oh my lord, what a game! The Harry Potter games are a treasure. Gotcha, yeah. are. Is that the one with the uh, PS1 Hagrid? Who, like, the Hagrid was doing the rounds on yeah. TikTok? That was such a nightmare. Anyway, sorry, Phil. To give you a big congratulations. <laughs> can, we, can we name the podcast The Difficulty Tangent? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone expects tangents now. We're going to keep on track. <laughs> There'll be boy. one episode eventually called like the episode where we keep on track and stay on topic, and that'll be the one that <laughs> no one listens to. Dullest episode, yeah, it'll be the dullest episode. You've unlocked a diamond's achievement. <laughs> <laughs> You've stayed on topic the entire Thanks time. Like. Well, no, we have, but tangently we've stayed on stayed topic. On topic you know? yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Superman sixty four. Sorry, Phil. <laughs> No, it, it was just because I'm pretty sure that was one of the ones that like had you didn't get the proper ending unless you played it on hard or something like that. You, you didn't get it if you played it on easy at, at least. Um, and it was like of all the games to like do that that too that that's like just a, a completely ridiculous flex given how bad it is as a game. You really want to play this game on hard? Like, no, I don't really want to play this game. Cool. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh. Jeez, um, but yeah, that's a that's that's. <laughs> um, so that that's I mean, there's there's a lot of interesting stuff there. Like there, I didn't know what's like some of the ways that people I knew people did that, but didn't know all those examples. Um, some of which really do just seem seem to be like a slap in the face. Like 
you know, how dare you play our game? Go away. <laughs> Which is just how absurd. dare you spend money on this and play it in the way that's best for you? You absolute heathen. Like, shut up. Just yeah, I, I, uh, yeah. Like, we pay money. Let us enjoy it how we enjoy, want to. And then, people, and then people who moan about us playing the games that we want to, we've got different lives to you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, but I think, like I say, that that's always the discussion that's just around it. But I think one of the things that I've been thinking about, kind of tied to this, how I'm interested in your thoughts is is like. If you've got a game with games with harder modes, um, or or whatever they choose to call them, whether they call it like Nightmare or Inferno or Grounded or or Death by a Thousand Flying Knives that like shoot from the bowels of hell into your eyes mode That's or whatever, That's Doom. <laughs> um, Doom. <laughs> is the so what's for for you? What what is a good way to do this so that it feels like? like a challenge but it's fun and what's a bad way where it just feels really cheap i've got a perfect example for a great way to do difficulty and as soon as i say it you're gonna watch lloyd's eyes light up there's no difficulty mode in it everyone plays the game the same way but it's super mario odyssey yeah yeah i agree and the reason i say this is because Mario games, although a lot of adults play it, they are intended for younger kids. They, yep. you know, they've they've got that audience. But if you look like up in the air, up in the sky, there's all these ways to do difficult trick jumps and get into different areas that you might never have noticed to get all these new things and stuff like that that do not affect the main game. No. You can still progress with the main game, but if you want to make the game more difficult and get through, like to I don't know. Well, it's moons in this one, isn't it? It's not stars, yeah. it's moons. Nice. Get all the moons in, in different ways and stuff like that. It You can. You can learn how to do it in weird, crazy... Yeah. Like, I've seen speedrunners do it, and oh my lord, the ways they jump on that hat, I feel sorry for it. But, like, <laughs> that is, it's an amazing way to do it, because everyone yeah. experiences the same game. Unless you want to get up and, and do all this, then you make the game a lot harder for yourself. It, does that make sense? I, I, yeah. I honestly think it's a really good one. And I'm pretty sure I might have stole Lloyd's points because I think he told me this a good year it. or two ago. Yeah. But I had to bring it up because I know you wouldn't um, have brought it up. It's kind of yeah. outside the box, but... Yeah, and like the other thing is, is the way it rewarded you because like, you could collect coins and stuff. Um, like Coins were easy enough to get anyway. Like, And I believe they refreshed when you came back. Um, so. But it's like, if you were like speed running for example like which obviously nintendo games are quite big on a lot of them because a lot of them are platformers and stuff um like your super marios um and you they basically gave you in-game like purchase options for your like characters you could dress them up you could dress up mario and stuff mario nipples <laughs> that was a thing that was a thing um so yeah it, it like and it is it is it's kind of giving you that reward but without taking away from that overall experience and i I think that's really good whereas like you know like yeah okay halo was like a lot of fun to play through on legendary and lucky enough i had i think i completed it with dale um you did you did long nights long long nights nights. long nights um yeah it was just like that like if i didn't have someone there or like you know for whatever reason i couldn't play with someone else i missed out on that ending and i'd have to pop onto youtube yeah good old youtube good old youtube 
I think Make I think that's CC since <laughs> 2005. <laughs> I think Odyssey does a good job of not, like you said, punishing players yeah. for you know not. I suppose playing the easy mode is just playing it through normally, but it's not. It's not really. There's no. Oh wow, you're doing it the easy way. That's yeah, yeah. Awful. How dare it's just play the game. Yeah, I, I want to go think... explore those things. Go do it. If not, you just play. Carry yeah. on. Go beat Bowser up at the end. I think again that it would be difficult for other games to implement that. Yeah, it, it would yeah, be. Yeah. But I, I'm just using it as a yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's a great. It's a great example. But I'm just thinking. So it would be hard games with hard modes that we've beaten. And what do we think of them? I do you know. What? I I I, do you know what? I play quite. Do you know the one that I recently tried doing on hard modes? Was that? God of War when I did that playthrough, and I, that was I, I just was awful. I was going to bring God of War up for you because. So, which difficulty did you play on? Did you play on the hardest or the second hardest? I think it was the second hardest, and it just it just turns them into bullet sponges. It's just like, yeah, I, yeah, this ain't fun. This is not fun. Because like, I've not, I've, I've still not, I've still not finished it. Like I got to a certain points in it. Like I, I, th- I played on, um, again, whatever it was called. Give me, uh, I don't, I don't know what, what the. But the second hardest difficult, the one below, give me God of War anyway. Give me um, a hard match. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, sorry, sorry. But, but that, like, the, 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 the thing that struck me about that was that the only challenge was the combat. So, like, if you were playing that through on the give me a story difficulty, then if the combat's a lot easier by comparison, then there's, there's you just kind of walk through because, like, when you're jumping over places, it just press a button, the auto jumps, there's no. Yeah. So there was nothing else except that. So and it was, and then all of that. Once you got up to a certain difficulty, it was just. And I found this with with Resident Evil Village as well, actually. But it was just like it became to the point where it was just like this punishing, like wall of death. And I think it's just like, why am I grinding through this? This just feels frustrating as hell. Um, And then the same with kind of Resident Evil Village with the Village of Shadows difficulty. If I played that with I played I played that and completed it with all the like where you've upgraded Ethan completely, you've got all the maximum health, your maximum amount of damage reduction when you garden and stuff like that. Um and the infinite magnum. And it was still like there was still part of that where it was just like you know, you took one hit and you were instantly on like near danger and stuff like that. So I did try and play it through without any up like from fresh game, fresh save. On that difficulty, and that, and that was just—I didn't get past the second enemy. It was just like I physically couldn't because I ran out of bullets before the thing died, and then it was just like I can't get close enough to knife it because even when I've got my guard up, he just you know rehits and I'm dead. So yeah. that, I, I mean, that might have been made only to be played by people when they're upgraded, but it, that that felt just a bad way to do it. Like especially by comparison with like the last Resident Evil game before that, Resident Evil Three Remake. Um, where if you play the Inferno difficulty, it's a lot more challenging. The, the zombies obviously have a lot more HP, um, and you've got to be a lot better timing with the dodges and stuff to be able to move out the way. Um, but it mixes it up in loads of fun ways. Like until you get to the last boss, which is a pain in the ass. Um, it's like like they have the enemies are in different places, the items are in different places. It's all mixed up, so it's not. If you play this through on normal and hardcore. And then you go on to Nightmare or Inferno. It's you don't necessarily know what to expect because everything's in a slightly different place. Um, 
and then like they even have literally like zombies fall from the sky and then get up and start attacking you and stuff like that so you've got to know you know there's practice whereas that but that felt fun whereas playing village felt like it was like no i can't do this without me infinite magnum <laughs> i'm just not gonna do this okay. um so the, that that kind of difference is is important, and I think as well, if the only challenge in the game is combat, then yeah. I'm not sure what benefits. There's, there's a lot of ways where, like, because what they do with combat normally is just they do a bit more damage, plus they have a lot more health. That's normally what they do, and there's just a lot of times where you just end up like soft locking yourself. You just can't continue because you can't beat something because it just takes way too much to kill and it's just like this is just, it's just not fun this isn't fun yeah why 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 do you know what i mean what it's not it's not a challenge because it's difficult it's a challenge because you just put a wall in front of me that's literally what happens yeah. and it's just like all you know yeah and, and, and by, by contrast and i know i keep coming back to the last of us too but like when you're playing this through like so the the difference is like in that like if you're playing through and you come up on someone and you sneak from, from behind you could, you know, no matter what difficulty you're on, you can grab them and slit the throats, and they're, they're dead. Um, you get a headshot on someone, they're dead. That's you, you take someone's knee out, they fall over, and like they bleed, mm. screaming bloody murder, and you can bump on the head or whatever. Um, you can be oh. very violent in that game. It's really good. Look at the violence. But the, the, like, I love a bit of violence. When you when you're playing on the the ground of difficulty, like if you're trying to sneak. They'll see you with the same sort of reaction time that a real person will see you. Almost like the, you know, it's a there's there's not really that sort of the easier difficulty where there's like the HUD thing comes up and it goes, oh, they're almost about to see you. It's like there's none of that. Yeah. It's just like your head slightly peeking up above the thing. They've and you're too close. They've saw you, um, and then they, they'll they'll be a lot more tactical in terms of like the human enemies at least. Obviously, the the infected just scream and flail and run at you, um, but like the human enemies, like they'll. They'll send one of them to try and flank you from behind. They'll, they'll do all this stuff, and it it then becomes like, can you get away and get back into hiding fast enough? Can you get to another position? Um, so it it's the challenge is isn't just based on can you shoot them enough times that their HP is gone. It's the challenge is in tactics and in thoughts and so I think yeah, that sort they of stuff. That with uh, with a Be any Bethesda RPG, I think. Have you honestly tried to play like Skyrim on Legendary? No, no. Like honestly, it's like a chicken has tripled your health. Just nothing dies. Nothing yeah. dies. I, I'm not a no bit, point. I'm not a big fan of HP. No. Sort of increases with difficulty. Like the Last of Us thing sounds quite cool. I, I, yeah. You know. Another game that did it really well, and it's the only game that I'll only ever play on hard. If I ever play it, well, I play it quite a bit, actually. It's the only game I'll ever play on Binding of Isaac. Binding of Isaac has this, like, normal and, and hard mode. That's what I think they call normal and hard, anyway. But the hard mode, all it does is just, I, I think you get less, like, consumable drops. Yeah. Um, I think special items are a lot rarer. And, like... I think it's just RNG changes, but like the other thing is um, more champions spawn. So uh, every now and again, like there'll be a better chance of like a harder enemy spawning. But it's yeah. not like some of them will have higher health, but some of them might like explode when you kill them or poison or do stuff like that. And 
I, I can't play Binding of Isaac on normal mode now because I'm used to that. That's the pace I'm used to playing the game. And I guess mm. a really good way of doing it. It's just, it, it challenges you of, okay, well, you can kill things, but how are you going to kill things when we're giving you less stuff to Resource do things management. to kill things? Yeah, it, it just, it does it really well. That's a really good game for it. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I think that that's the good thing as well. Like, if, if it's sort of you go into a room or an area or whatever it is, and it's like, well, because the difficulty's up, it's not the like this grunt now takes seven thousand, you know, seven nuclear bombs to kill him or whatever. Um, it's actually now there's seven of these grunts instead of five, and there's also a chief or whatever it is. So you have to defeat them. That sort of mm-hmm. stuff feels like more yeah. more intelligent challenge yeah it's 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 cool i think i think monster hunter does difficulty really well when you go up to like because in monster hunter you have the base kind of uh normal rank stuff that you do which is difficult anyway because monsters get progressively harder but then you go to high rank where they they have more health but granted you do a lot more damage then so it kind of balances but then they're like more aggressive they have different moves you know yeah they'll do different things not much different stuff but if you're used to fighting them on the normal it'll it it will trip you up like they'll do things quicker and it's just like i didn't expect that to happen i think monster hunter does it pretty good as well because it's not like you're switching on hard mode you're working through it it's it's a it's a progression thing through the game getting difficult i like that I, i i like when it's you got to work yourself through it, you know? Yeah. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Uh, but they're the only games I can think of. They're probably the only games I play, so... <laughs> There's well, my thing out the window. The, the other one that like, I've been playing, um, which I, I, I still need to beat, because I've got, I've got to a certain point, and I've been playing other things and got distracted, which is um, probably where this this spreadsheet idea comes in. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, Kana Bridge of Spirits, like... That's it does like there's there's different difficulty modes whatever, but even on the normal one, that's a hard game. That like just the level of reflexes needed for like to make sure like when you're in a boss fight that you're dodging at the right times and all this sort of stuff and making sure that you've powered up and leveled up to the right thing before you take this on. That's just the the uh, last time I played it and the last boss that I fought that just nearly broke me. <laughs> Uh, I love a good boss, though, that nearly breaks you, and then when you beat it, you just have that YES! Oh my god! moment. Ah, oh, it yeah, just feels uh, so yeah. good. It, 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 that's one of the things, it, it's, it can be a punish, it, it's like probably belied by how cutesy it looks, but it can be really punishing in terms of a lot of stuff, because there's very precise mechanics, you have to master like to do things like parries and stuff like that. Um, and it's just I'm like... I'm not a fan of parries. Unless yeah. it's Assassin's Creed's uh, reversals or whatever they were called because they were easy uh, to do yeah, and they just, felt so good. Oh. You just yeah. block and then everything around and then you hit X or whatever it was and the world around you would just stop. Just die. <laughs> everything would die. You'd just, oh, yeah, just yeah. be reversing people into their own swords. You know, it's like yeah, the no, quicksilver it's, it's, scene. It's, easy, it's easier to parry in Demon's Souls than it is in, K- in Kena. That, that's, that's from, yeah. from my experience that's because the it's not a it's not a normal parry with it. You just you've got a sword and you parry. It's you've got to like raise your energy shield, and it obviously takes a like half second to do because there's an animation. But you've got to raise it, at, start raising it at the right point so that when you hit, you push them Ooh. back. 
it's it's the level of precision needed there is just like I've done it by accident. I've never done it on purpose. For stuff like that, um, have you ever seen uh, For Honor, the game? The um, oh yeah, yeah. It's like sword fighting, but it's like you have like uh, samurais, barbarians, and stuff like that. But it's it's player versus player, and the amount of skill it takes to read another player, like it's fighting games as well, isn't it? To read another player and block what they're about to do is just that's baffling to me. Like I. I can fight gunfights because I've just got to look at you and shoot, but I don't really have to like do much other than that. But when people are like reading, like, oh, he's going to jump in the air into a seventh thing combo, but if I hit him on the eighth time here, I'll get the better. I just that that blows yeah, my mind. I, I, I will. Something. I will never be a master of fighting games. That that's why um, in it, back in old school fighting games, I was definitely in the button basher camp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's why it's why I hate playing fighting games with Lauren. Is because I really try, I I, I try, it and then she just sat there. Going, <laughs> and you just can't get close to her because I don't know what to do. So she always beats me. Grr. Grr. <laughs> oh damn, that must uh, suck. So um, before we move on to the news, have we got any more thoughts on uh, hard difficulties, easy modes, and all things? Uh, any any kind uh, of concluding uh, thoughts? Our other, our other famous uh, catchline is "Don't be a dick." So don't, don't be a dick. dick. If Just people don't, don't be a dick. Don't people, be a dick. If people want to enjoy things on a on another difficulty that's their that's their right. They're allowed let to do that. Let, let them just let them get on with it. It doesn't affect you. You've completed it. it doesn't matter. Yeah, let them, let them play their game. They spent their, their money on that. Let them play their game. Do you know who you sound like? You sound like EA when you sound like that. When you you belittle people for playing on easy, it's like, oh, you don't have forty eight hours a week to put into our game to get Darth Vader. What do you mean? Sorry, I'm bringing <laughs> up a really old controversy there, yeah, but I just yeah. want to make you all look stupid. What you mean? <laughs> you don't have that forty eight hours. It's money. <laughs> what you mean? You can't hit this button a millisecond before they do their thing. You want to enjoy a story? What's a story? Sorry. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Don't be a I mean, dick. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Let people play the games they want. And also, if you're making a hard, if you're a game dev and you're making a hard mode, put some thought into it so it's not yeah. just board sponges. And be nice. <laughs> <laughs> don't humiliate us. Easy mode. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't call me a baby because it, I want to play an any, easy. Any of us who, if, if, if there's any gamers out there who do have a shame kink, they can go to other places than the games they play for that. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, <laughs> can I play, Daddy? <laughs> have, have I broke down? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna see, mark my words, in the next five years, there's gonna be a game category or genre just called shame kink. Is that the right one? Yeah. I know that's the right way because kink, kink shaming is a different thing. But yeah, that's that's what we're gonna get. It is gonna be just the just Dark Souls and <laughs> just Doom, but like the very hard versions. And do you know just, what I mean? That's what's gonna a, be a, a game that's literally unbeatable, and then whenever you die, it just goes, "Oh, you're pathetic." Oh, you're absolutely pathetic. <laughs> you were. Say it again. Say you're it again. Worthless. <laughs> Ooh, All right, wish me. <laughs> oh so, my yeah, god. We should, we should. We should probably move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> this is going weird. Quickly, jeez. 
That won't so, be a damn. Um, okay, so as we move into the news, the first thing on there, quite uh, I think exciting for Lloyd in particular, is uh, the Bioshock uh, movie. Bioshock movie! I liked, I liked Bioshock 1. One? Would you I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't say you wouldn't like it. I just said Lloyd in particular might be excited because I like as a Bioshock. big Bioshock fan. <laughs> like stories in video games. I'll have you know. <laughs> I read one once. <laughs> uh, yeah, Netflix. Uh, and 2K Games have come to an agreement to produce the film adaptation of Bioshock. Like, they haven't said much more than that. Um there's everything's unknown. Uh, so and... there's been there's been there's obviously lots of game adaptations all over the place, movies and TV and stuff, and they've been mixed. I think it's fair to say some have been good, some have been not uh, so good. What's your? Are you optimistic about this, or are you worried I, about it? Or I'm excited. I'm excited. Mm. Uh, I I've, I've seen like yeah, because I I. I've been reading like a lot of, of things about the power of uh, what's it called the New Lord of the Rings thing Net, uh, Amazon are doing and a power lot of, of the people... ring or the, oh, the ring rings of power ring the rings of power I think it's called yeah um, and the a power lot, rings yeah a lot of people <laughs> are like complaining about the costume designs and stuff and saying it looks cheap and and everything else but I don't think Netflix are gonna do that. So I think they're gonna no. they're gonna splash the big bucks and you know because I I couldn't imagine like a big daddy and it's just some like guy in a in a in a morph suit <laughs> with a big helmet on <laughs> like um, so I I I just like I'm it's so... a Power Rangers <laughs> go <laughs> big daddy <laughs> is it it's a game difficulty yeah. um... <laughs> oh what um, have we done uh, but. Oh. Uh... <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm I'm quite excited. Like, I I think I'm optimistic. I think it's got a really cool vibe. Um, Netflix have done a few like horror esque horror horror esque horror esque things. So, and they've all been pretty decent. So uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited. I mean, the last last video game adaptation thing they did was Arcane. Uh, I don't know whether they've done any others before, but if if Arcane, I know obviously that was with um, whoever it is who makes. League of Legends. I don't know enough about League of Legends. Uh, I just know I like the. I like, oh yeah, so they did that with Riot. So obviously they, they had their input as well. But based on what I've seen of that, and again with without knowing anything about League of Legends itself, just from the TV show, the TV show was really good. Yeah. Um, so it, that's a fairly high benchmark, I think. For... Is Arcane animated though? Yeah. Yes. Is, yeah. is this going to be live action? I be, I want it to be live action. Yeah. I. I the thing. I the thing it. that. I think I'll start that sentence again because I don't know where I was going there. But Bioshock's got a really deep, deep story. It's got a very yeah. deep story. And I'm not using that as a pun because it's all underwater. But like that's gotta be so good to put for the big screen. That's gotta be so good. Oh, yeah. It's not a very yeah. it's not a very long game, is it? It's, uh I think it took me like let me have a look. I suppose it takes about six to eight hours to complete. I might be completely off there. Something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's taking me seven hours. Is it hours. a movie or is it a series? Uh, it hasn't. It's a movie. Yeah, it is a movie. movie. Okay. Um, and um, the other thing is, uh, Gore, I'm probably going to butcher this. Uh, Verbinski has been attached as the director from The Ring and Pirates of the Caribbean. So that's Ooh. that's quite 
I from the know. ring. Yeah. Oh no! If he's if he's <laughs> no, I ain't watching it. No. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Like, there's literally kids in the horror. Like, there's gonna the, be the, what they call the, the, the little sister. Nah, no, 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 no. Nah. Yeah, they, well, they gotta be there. I know they have. It Dale's gonna be hiding. I, I'm the person that killed them all. <laughs> yeah, they were they, horrifying. They, they, yeah, they were. They were, they were, they were terrifying. I am not watching. Have you seen the end? Oh, I'm not going to do it because I, I think this is a game that Phil should play. So I'm not going to yeah. spoil anything. Phil, you really need to play this. It's it's absolutely incredible, and it still stands up. I think to this day, it, it's a yeah. little bit dated when you play it, but it is very, very, very good. Yeah, it's a very good game. But like, I, I would like to see like a very like descent esque sort of thing where they're all like crawling over the wall. No, no descent. No, no, no. Please, you're just hitting all my like all my my horror triggers here. Please don't stop. Like you know, crazy oh. drug and stuff just running around mm. the place after but you. It, and it, oh think... yeah, this then. No, I ain't watching it. I'm okay. I'm alright. I played it once. I know what happens. <laughs> what if? What if they? But but they could derive it from a different thing this is the thing because infinite was very different i think um yeah a lot a big two big determining factors aside from what's already been announced as far as the director will be um the length of the film and the budget that'll probably i mean netflix doesn't yeah. really kind of go in and like half ass these things because one of the things like with the recent resident evil welcome to raccoon city movie like although i enjoyed it it was basically massively low budget, and then I, like Sony just kind of went, you get one movie to do this, like the two games in, and like shove them all together, and you get ninety minutes. So like the ending was rushed and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think. But I as think long as the studio a... doesn't yeah curtail it, that's going to be a big I think thing. The, I think the thing is as well now with all this. So we got the Lord of the Rings coming out. We've got. We're hopefully going to have this. There's a lot of adaptations coming to these services, and I think this is going to be their big compete com- competitors. Because um, obviously, Sony have just got um, uh, Bungie um, with Destiny. So I can see Destiny becoming a TV series as well with okay. Sony. Yeah. I think because Sony's not Sony's interactive. Sony interactive as well. Uh, entertainment. Yeah. It's not just games. The, the next the next series, I know they're bringing out um, Last of Us on HBO, but yeah. at the same time, the Uncharted film is currently down on 39% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um, it's not doing very well at all. Do you, do you think um, video game movies do bad because they miss vital story beats from games because games are so long? And movies are quite condensed. Do you think yeah. that's one of the reasons that... Because, like, <clears throat> in my eyes, like, one of the best shining examples for a video game movie is Sonic. Mm. Sonic is one of the... And the only reason the Sonic is an amazing video game movie is because it doesn't follow any of the movie, the game, like, but, stories. It, it takes the character. It, th- there's similarities, yeah. I imagine. I haven't played all the Sonic games, but... It's its own thing. But, but you know I think I mean? it, th- this is the thing, though. It's like Assassin's Creed, I think, wasn't great because of how much it derived. So, like, there's games where, like, like Sonic, where there isn't, like, the, the story isn't 
it's it's kind of there, but it's not like the main focus of the game. Um, so, like, they can kind of be creative, and it's like with Bioshock now, they can kind of go off into the universe and do all these little things. Whereas, like Assassin's Creed, they could have done that, but they kind of just went too far away from what Assassin's Creed was. So, like, yeah. they had the new animus and things, and it just didn't work for that. Whereas, like, I haven't seen Uncharted, but like, I, I was, I was quite skeptical anyway from the casting choice. But like, I, I yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I it, think it, it was. There's, there's definitely a line to be walked because I think one of the main things, um, and like from rewatching Resident Evil, but there's, there's definitely other examples. This like, there's a line to be. Obviously, if you're adapting something, you want to bring the people who, who were fans of the original that you're thing that you're adapting with you. Um, so there's kind of you need to cater the, to them in some ways, but there's also obviously it can't be a one to one because if it's exactly the same as the game, then why not just play the game? Why bother watching the movie at all? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. But if it's too far away, if it, it then it sort of sense of betrayal and all this sort of stuff, um, like you know what what is this? You've you've ruined our franchise type thing. Um, and then on the other hand, you've also got like moviegoers is a far far wider demographic than gamers. Like you know, gamers is millions, moviegoers is billions. Like the pe- amount of people who see it, so you've got to cater for people who are no, who, you know you shouldn't you should be able to watch it and get. What's going on? Know who people are, without having ever played the game or read the comic or whatever it is that's being adapted. You should be able to just go in fresh and go. I know what's going on and I know why it's happening because this film is explaining it to me. Mm. And you the, know, it's... The, the best example I think is Marvel because, like, Marvel is nothing like what the comic stories were. Like they, they've you can see the influence, but they're not they're not there. It's not it's not the exact same story. But you can kind of what they've done is is they've chucked in those little bits where you can go, oh, you know, I I I know where that's going, and and that sort of thing. So it's like it's kind of like obviously Marvel is a massive thing now, whereas like Uncharted could be like two movies, but Ooh. like it, it's kind of like you know you can kind of put in those things where like where the original audience of the original media could kind of relate to it, but then it's such a standalone movie anyway. It's just being creative with those little parts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, one, one but, of the things I, so I think it was, it was probably someone on TikTok because that seems to be where I get most of my comic book takes these days. Um, but someone like saying, basically the main reason that Marvel have got away with it and doing, doing that sort of difference is because when they started out, like Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, we're all B-list characters. Yeah. So they could get away with doing whatever they wanted with the story. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to like adhere to something and have this like huge fan fan base. Whereas if you, if DC does that to Superman or Batman, and even if Marvel does that to Spider Man, now there's a lot bigger, like, a lot more people know them to go. Hold on, yeah, that's that's wrong. Yeah, yeah, you've seen Spider Man. A lot of people playing Yeah, no, I I agree with that point. Like people would kick off if you mess with Spider Man a bit too much, wouldn't they? Yeah, well, and you get that to a degree with gamers, like because even though, like, say, most this most moviegoers aren't gamers because of the size of the demographic, it's a vocal enough, you know, un- like Uncharted or Bioshock. They're not like you know B list games that no one's ever heard of. They're big games that lots of people yeah. have played, um, and people care about it a lot more now than like when you know when the Street Fighter movie with John Cole Van Damme came out. Um, Street Fighter doesn't really have a plot as such, so no one really cared, and it was a cheesy, trashy movie anyway. Um, yeah, in in every possible sense. 
and then you had like the Mario Brothers movie with Bob Hoskins, which I still contend was a fantastic movie, <laughs> which I know is controversial, but like you know, but it was nothing like the games. It was nothing at all like anything. Like um, as much as people hate Chris Pat's cast, and that's definitely going to be closer to the to the games than the old one. But I'm probably going to prefer the old guy one. like hopping up on those <laughs> platforms <laughs> and then twisting down a green pipe. <laughs> Just I I, I want to go back to your um your Marvel points about like where comic book fans be like, oh, I see where this is going. Oh, I was trying yeah. to like, get to video games. So I was like thinking the only thing that I could think of is if you had a Call of Duty film and one of the characters suddenly had like a fan blowing over his mic and you knew, oh, they're yeah. going to insult me <laughs> and or something. Yeah. Oh, this is going to, yeah. I, I slept with your mum talk. I know where this is going. <laughs> well, uh, um, the, the, the Paul W.L. Uh, Paul W.S. Anderson Resident Evil franchise, which was basically um, Mila Jovovich, the superhero, but with Resident Evil as like kind of a backdrop. Um, don't like those those films, but like this, this, this was, um, and, and they probably did the same with Monster Hunter because same director and actor. I don't want to so, watch it. Um, <laughs> but like. There's a there's a scene, for example, in Resident Evil Five, which is at the culmination of like this big long rivalry between Chris Redfield and Wesker, who's like the main villain of the series, like since Resident Evil One when he betrayed them. I've played this bit. I'm sorry, yeah. sorry, I haven't played. Where he, where he, takes the sun, he takes the sunglasses off and he throws them, and like in the film they recreate that blow for blow the scene. The difference is like the the. The Chris Redfield in that movie has never met Wesker. Like, there's no, there's no antagonism, and he's never even been to Raccoon City. He's never been part of that original stuff. And also, like in the games, he's like this big buff dude with like huge bulging muscles, and he's got that strong because Wesker's like superhuman. So he's like tried to bulk up to try and like fight him. So he, he tackles him, and Wesker hardly moves, even though Wesker's like quite skinny by comparison. It's just like. No, I'm a bioweapon, I don't care. And like he sort of laughs it off. Whereas when Wentworth Miller tries to like tackle this other guy and Wentworth Miller's quite skinny and he's in a boiler suit, he doesn't look anything like you know, muscle man Chris Redfield. He's like um weedy, like basement rat Chris Redfield or whatever. <laughs> the, 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 that sort of thing of like moments of oh this he he, he wasn't able to move him. Oh, this is gonna get big. It's like, well, of course he wasn't able to move him. Look at the size of him. <laughs> just so it's like it's like this weird little fan service thrown in but it does nothing there's, there's no real connection to those stories and i think that sort of thing which i know i know i proper went off on a big like sort of i really like resident evil i have feelings but that i think that's the sort of weird line between like what you were saying dale about it being different is like it has to i think there's a difference between imitating and like say, look, this looks like this because it's the same shots and capturing the spirits. Because I think Sonic yeah. did that perfectly. It was like, oh, Sonic it was felt so like good. Sonic. Yeah, Son Sonic was just, ah, oh, Sonic was just. I I think I smiled through the entirety of Sonic because it just made me happy. I was like, this is just so, just so good, and you could just feel like. It's just introducing kids. Sorry, I'm just gonna fan about Sonic for five. <laughs> but it's just introducing kids to such a cool character again, and like they're gonna come in at that point, and it doesn't matter that they haven't played the old games. They're just gonna be like, "Yeah, Sonic!" And you're just like, "Yeah, come on!" So, yeah. Oh, I love it. And, and, uh, and if you have played the old, like, like with with um, 
the trailer for the new one, like that moment where Knuckles like knocks him down and stuff. That's like exactly from Sonic Three, where he like knocks like at the very start of the game, he jumps up and knocks and the steals the Chaos Emeralds. But at the same time, it's not the same as the blow for blow Resident Evil one because you you know it's end, you know it's yeah, it's like got that spirit behind, and, that, and that's the difference. I think is like is it you know it's it's an ad- adaptation, so it's telling a different story, or it's telling a different story, which is it's about the same thing ultimately and i think that's the difference which i know we've gone on like quite a long di- i was gonna say made- it's almost like we have video game movie opinions and yeah, this we basically is made a whole, a whole sort of mini episode on uh, video <laughs> game before, before we move on though can we just say knuckles fucks in this new movie knuckles he he fucks he he does like that's all i'm uh, gonna say I, I can't wait to see this, and I also can't wait to see what this TV series and Sonic Three and I want it all now. Give me, <laughs> give me, give me, give me, <laughs> give me, give me. Um, but we should move on to other news. I think we um, shall. Is, mean, this, we... is this my one? This brings it right the way down. <laughs> I know this well, is going to win no Phil. <laughs> I, I was going to be, before we get to before we get to that. Uh, I was going to sort of um, keep it in the same theme. Like you, there was also oh the yeah Sonic Three. Film and the knuckle spin, which I just mentioned. Then um, that's another one. Do we have anything more to say about that, or are we done fanboying? Sonic <laughs> all just the excited. way. Where's Shadow? He'll be Where's there. Shadow? He'll be, I'm sorry, but Shadow. I don't care. People will be like, "Oh, if you like Shadow, you're just an edge lord." Shadow is the best character in that entire franchise. He'll be here. He'll be here. He is. Phil. Phil. Yeah, but Phil. He, does, he does not appear until. Um. Was that the Sega Saturn or the Sega Dreamcast era? We're still, the, the, the films are still in the Sega Mega Drive era, which is the best era. I'm sorry. Just, just hint at Sun. <laughs> just hint at, at Shadow. Patience. That's what Marvel did with Thanos. They hinted at him. Just, just give me a yeah, bit they, of Shadow. They've got to have um, Chaos from Sonic Adventure first. God, no one cares about Chaos. Just bring Shadow in. Damn. <laughs> Sorry, Chaos fans, I'm only joking. I just like Shadow, all right? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there, but not yet. Right, let's, <laughs> let's, bring the, let's bring the podcast down to a more grounded and serious Right, thing now, now, now back on back on to... Um, so how, how do we want to introduce... So from really lovable TV and movie adaptations of beloved characters... The NFTs being a, a multi-million dollar grift by scamsters. NFTs, Dale. <laughs> Oh, I just the the thing that got me was Habbo Hotel. If uh, probably anyone that was around, like, no, you know, yeah, is that still going? <laughs> but this is what's my thought. I just keep seeing the ad for like Habbo ah, NFTs. Wow. I was like, I was wow, it makes so much Habbo's sense. Habbo still going, <laughs> but do a deep dive on Habbo. There is so much to that game. Like there are scams. There are like like almost organized crime level scams in hammer just dive into the youtube rabbit hole that's all i'll say but it's just uh, proving that I, I, NFTs I, have no, are I have no familiarity whatsoever with ha- ha- um, oh, Habbo. this was childhood mate you'd go in you'd make your own room <laughs> oh my days oh it was it was and you pay so real money these were game. these were like microtransactions before microtransactions was, was it pretty sure can I, can, I just, can I just pick up on something? On yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. can I just pick up on something though? Like when Lloyd said this was childhood, I was like, 
I'm old enough that like the idea of childhood and playing things online are two different eras. <laughs> so I feel we get it. You have transformer yeah. cartridges. <laughs> cartridges. You were cooler than us, right? We get yeah, it. All right. God. Go we back have to, to make virtual girlfriends. Jeez. God. <laughs> You've yeah. never been scammed for ru- gold-trimmed room ar- armor. This shows. <laughs> Do you, I, the best bit about it was people used to offer you jobs. Like, yeah! virtual jobs. Oh, and, like, it would always be like you were a bouncer or something stupid. You <laughs> used to sit there for hours just going, yeah, you could come in. Yeah, watching can. watching the kids whose parents would spend money on the game enjoy the actual game and you'd be yeah. working to afford a sofa. We were <laughs> yeah. before we had to graft. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sorry, it just shows the like older oh, wow. things that just jump. Like I, I think it's interesting with the whole like Atari. Th- was it Atari that did NFTs too? It just shows that everyone's jumping it, it, on this. It, but yeah, Atari. I think it was when, Atari. A step further, and their NFTs were in loot boxes. So oh. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> you could just you could just see EA going. Oh my god! I want in! I want in! The halo is growing. <laughs> Everything you just said though about like going going on this this thing, like having to like grind and it do makes, jobs, and it stuff makes like sense. That. It, it kind it, of the two yeah. the two things that sprung it to mind were. Um, one, the expose on Roblox and child labor, <laughs> and two, um, Ready Player One, and like basically the people live in this virtual metaverse where they're like mm. in indentured servitude because they can't afford it. <laughs> um, That's literally what it was like. It really was. But it's how about avatars? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's something to do with in game. So I suppose there's that. I suppose if there's an ecosphere there, people will buy these. Because essentially, like, it'll just turn into, like, CSGO skins, except less... Well, CSGO skins can be quite scammy in the way that they think, but not from Valve themselves. Valve didn't think in there. But, you know, it's, like... I think the idea of having, like, a skin that's worth money and stuff is pretty cool, but obviously NFTs are not good, and the way that they do it is it's not... Well, yeah, I mean, it's... The big question is what, because like people have been collecting things forever, haven't they? Like, so like yeah. people will pay money for, like, say, you know, you, know, you want like a statue or a certain toy or whatever it is on your wall or on your shelves and stuff like that. Um, but the, I think that's the thing is like, you know, the way people who bought the like toys and kept them in the original packaging or the comics and kept them in the original packaging, and like, there was always two different types. There was the ones. Who did that? I can see Lloyd's eyes going wide because. Yeah. Um, but the, the, if you if you're doing that for a collection, <laughs> um, that's obviously one thing. Like it, it's it's like that difference between like sort of this this there was the, the I can't remember who it was. There was a comedian many years ago. Like t- um, you talking about like all these people who were talking about getting on the property ladder and like you need to get a house because a house is an investment and you can sell it on in the future and all this. And he just sort of was going, well, what if you want to get a house and just live in it? live <laughs> yeah what, um it's i think it's that if you're paying ridiculous amounts of money for something in the hope that someone else will pay ridi- more ridiculous amounts of money for it then you know that that's far less that just strikes me as really dumb because someone has to be the last jump in the chain on that sort of stuff yeah. whereas if you're buying something because like that's cool i want to collect it you know then that's cool because you know 
obviously you your money. I, you, you've I, got I, something yeah. that's fun to yeah. do and like you, you enjoy it and again let people enjoy the hobbies and I have a button that on screen plays a sound that says Dale Tangent Alert and then um, I can go on a tangent and I have like three presses of the button per str- uh, per um per podcast I think that's a good idea but I got so something what you're saying is you want to reduce the number of tangents we go on by like 300 percent yes <laughs> but i got something that will hurt lloyd's that um my dad has got hundreds of uh 2000 ad comics judge dread yeah. used to love as a kid okay. i love them they're in really good condition as well because he used to read them and then just put them away you know so they they're not like mint but they're in good condition yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. but they've all got the name alan written on them Oh, because the the shop my dad used to go to used to write his name right on now. there, yeah. So he he knew it was for him. But yeah, no, sorry, it, was that, that like on the inside period. of it or on the back cover or was it like on the front in the front corner? They all used to do it on the front in the corner. I, yeah. I used to have that as a kid. Yeah. So yeah, no, I just I just thought that'd be funny to to wind Lloyd up and hit him. It a doesn't wind me up because I get it. There was a sign. Okay, well, I'm sorry. I wanted a reaction. You didn't give it to me. Okay. <laughs> See, I, I wish I'd kept all my um, Sonic the Hedgehog comics from like Sonic the Comic was just, just I, I'd have like hundreds of them now it'd just be like mm. glorious to put them on a shelf somewhere <laughs> yeah I was uh, I was flicking through my uh, the comics that I collected and I've got a first appearance of Silk and it's worth like because they've just I think they're like doing a TV series with her or a movie and um, yeah that's worth about like 100 quid and it's probably going to shoot up now Paid like four pounds. Um, yeah, I wish so. I had my Beano comics. Beano is amazing. Ah, uh, all the annuals and stuff as well. <laughs> mm, yeah. Okay. This tangent is taking this off in a completely different. Yeah. Well, it's games. Um, games. Video yeah, games. So, so back from collectibles to games. Um, okay. So next on next on the list of news um, is that I don't know how much you you two have seen about this, but. Um, the new horror game that's coming out uh, on the 24th called Martha is Dead. Uh, I won't make the Bruce Wayne joke because everyone's made it. Um, it's being modified. It's where my head went. Where is she? <laughs> Why did you I'm say that? Name? <laughs> See, I said I wasn't going to make the joke and then I did because, the, yeah. The bad influence on me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it, they've... Re- they've well, it, the way it's been reported is it's being censored. I think, I mean, it, it sounds like it is, but the exact word of it is that they said in the statement, it's reg- with regret that we have had to modify the experience on the PS5 and PS4 versions with some elements no longer playable. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know, on this game, there's um, the whole game is basically about this woman whose sister goes, she either goes missing and then she's like killed. And then to try and unravel the mystery, she ends up assuming her sister's identity. But there's a scene that people have seen in the demo, which is what is suspected to be, although not confirmed, I don't think, um, but it's suspected to be the main source of this, is where she peels her sister's face off and wears it as a mask and, like, looks through it. Um, Immediately after, wakes up as it's a dream. But I think from my reading of this... In the demos, this part was playable. Like you had to like press buttons in order to do the peeling. Whereas it sounds like that it'll become like reduced to a cutscene, um, which is still obviously changing something that the game devs have had a certain vision about. But it's if that's what 
it is, then it, it's slightly different than just cutting it out and censoring it all together. That's just why. I like it's disturbing. I, it was a horror. Like I get like I, yeah, like horrors are always like close to the edge. Well, that's it's happened that's before. That's Doki Doki level. <laughs> it, it, it's like it's quite a common thing in like a lot of horror films. Well, where they they censor out things where it's a bit too much. Well. I am. Um, I think. I think we've lost Lloyd. Hello. Yeah. Hey, yes. you, Hi. I'm back. Hello. You. You're um, frozen. You're welcome back. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. So like, because I think there's like an, a movie or something where someone peels the face off someone and wears it. Uh. I. Th- I don't know. Like the only thing that's going through my head now is the office, where Dwight cuts the uh the the face off the. <laughs> <laughs> what, what they call them where you practice CPR doll yeah, and he puts yeah. it on he goes the, and makes the uh, Hannibal it's the Hannibal Lecter, Lecter thing, thing yeah. yeah the yeah oh. <laughs> damn um, I, yeah I don't know it's, it's pretty disturbing but it's a horror oh. and do we do we do we stop that creativity and yeah, I think I think this is the this is the thing is I don't know. Violence is nothing new in games. Obviously, there's 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 no. loads of it. I mean, there's different types of violence. Obviously, there's a difference between like sort of. I don't condone violence in games. Just I need to get that joke out there. Sorry, try to be made. Um, <laughs> I just want to say it again. <laughs> yeah, well, um, it, from after you saying that, it's going to sound like I do condone violence in games. In what I'm about to say, but but anyway, <laughs> um. So the, the, there's a there's a difference between like cartoony violence, like your Mortal Kombat type stuff, where it's obviously highly stylized, ultra fake, like the, it's not something you could do in real life type thing, um, yeah. and something which is more realistic. But even with the realistic stuff, there's loads of games that do that. Where if you like shoot someone in combat, it's going to realistically reflect what happens to them and stuff. Um, so I, I don't think I necessarily have a problem with with that. I think the only time I'd have a problem is where it's glorified or with it sort of particularly if it was like sort of you know saying like basically this is good go do it yeah Um, yeah which which i don't i don't think is the case but obviously there is a slightly like if you're immersed in the story there is a slightly different experience between watching and playing yeah even the first even the first person it's between watching it and playing it so that that's gonna like potentially affect the whole like if you play that on Xbox, and you play it on PS5, that's going to be two completely different experiences just from that quite small change, isn't it? Why have they only yeah. changed it on the PlayStation? Um, this is Sony. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think it's Sony's. Yeah, it's it's not the like the general games rating board. It's oh, okay. some sort it's of the... body within Sony who, who's decided. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, like there's definitely a difference between like playing it, and I think. If it's like, say, you've got to hold, like, I, uh, like I'm thinking yeah, about it now, no. and like holding uh, down a button, and you like see it, and you're making, and it's like, it's almost like you're thinking that you're making that happen. So yeah, I, I kind of understand that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas I mean, it's it's, 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 it's obviously meant to make you uncomfortable. Like that's, yeah, that's yeah. the intent. It's it's not meant. It's, like it's, it's, it's if they games. were doing it and saying like, peel it off, isn't it great? Lucky peeling this face off. All <laughs> <that>. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, you're doing stars, stars popping up like the cooking mama. You're doing great. Right. Just the stars <laughs> pop up. And I, oh, damn. Yeah. That's a different game. Yeah, yeah. But there's lots of uncomfortable things in games that the game makes you do. Like, one of like GTA, what's the new GTA 5 is yeah. the like, thing, wasn't Where you like torture someone, don't you? With yeah. a car battery and stuff, and it makes you do it and that. And this, this Good old Trevor. Good old Trevor. <laughs> I don't think we can say that character's good in any sense of the world. No. <laughs> it's a holy hell. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, there's uncomfortable things the games make you do, and if you don't want to do it, don't play that game, I suppose. But then it goes into the difficulty argument again. I'm joking, it doesn't. But... Yeah, no, but I think, yeah, I mean, the kind of, like, I suppose, wrap this up so we can move on to the next one next, but um, there's that, I think, again, there is, when looking at whether it's a good or a bad thing, not to say that it should be censored, I don't necessarily think that in any cases, except if it's like, I don't know, like, you know, I'm not going to defend the the free creative expression of those people who make, like, the Nazi games where you kill minorities or any of that, because obviously that's beyond the pale. But in, like, sort of more general mainstream gameplay, if it's trying to make a message and make you uncomfortable, then... There'll, there'll be different intent behind it and you can analyze that and you can critique it and you can say this is good or this is bad or you know the meaning behind this is problematic or the meaning behind this is actually like it teaches you a like valuable lesson or whatever i don't know um but i think those experiences are different but i think whatever the intent is behind that is going to get lost by not having to play it i think so it's, yeah yeah it's yeah, it's mm, it's it's a it's a yeah. I think it's a odd odd one. I don't yeah, think it's a very odd thing. I don't it? think there is a, a right. Like I don't agree with like censored art to an extent. Like I, I no, I don't. To be honest, like um, yeah. it's just yeah. Like that's that's far. Like that's very far. <laughs> That's, that's yeah. Like, if if but, I saw it, it was a game coming in, and I was like, I'd be like, whoa. whoa, whoa yeah, but it's like ooh. Phil said. There, there's a difference about them glorifying it and making you feel uncomfortable. I mean, I just, I just want a star rating to see how well you did it next to the thing. Is is that so bad? Yeah. Although you got three think... stars out of five, the edging was a bit bad. <laughs> we throw some salt in there. As well. Oh no! Oh, yeah. you only use salt and pepper. But I think that's that's the other thing as well. It's like it's like like all art. It, I, I'll let that great, cover first. The great, I... the great British face off. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um. No. Oh god. But yeah, I think this is the thing. Is like you you can critique something and like well you know talk about it in that like a critical way without having to censor it um come on lads keep straight face you could do it he's laughing <laughs> do you know what i'm sorry just just the thing i've i've known load what 15 years 15 yeah. 16 that might be the one of the funniest things you've said like i oh sorry mm, that was good uh, yeah uh, top 10 load moments oh that was great are we, are we all right now? I feel like I've been like sort of. Don't take that out of context. Please <laughs> don't take that out of context <laughs> ever. Yeah, I was going to say I, I feel like I've, I've just at this point sort of been 
either sort of halfway between being the straight man of the group and being the parents. <laughs> She's like, come on, back on track. <laughs> come on, lad. come on, lads. Come on. This, 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 <laughs> this podcast needs to be called Difficult. Uh, <laughs> tangents are difficult. <laughs> Oh, so right. um, composure. Any any more thoughts on this, or do we want? Are we ready to move on? Move on, move on, quick. Felt, felt. Go, go, go. Okay, last Before last I item in the, the dark side. <laughs> oh. oh my god, you're, you're a bad uh, influence today. Right. So the last thing that um, is well, I picked it up from an opinion. It's an opinion thing on Video Game Chronicle, but it kind of. I think it speaks to something which is quite relevant. So there's a YouTube channel um, called Gilver Sonners just been removed on the basis of they uploaded like, video game soundtracks and like they had um, Nintendo ones, right? Three thousand five hundred copyright blocks from N- Nintendo in a week. Yeah. So they basically said it's not worth trying to keep the it's channel fair. up and remove it. But then obviously that that's raised the question of like unlike a lot of other. Like games, like you, you go anyway. You can find like soundtracks for games from PlayStation, Xbox, and and they are covered by copyrights. But and they could take you know that same action, but they don't really because they recognize the value of like the promotion around it and how it helps. Whereas there's nothing really if you if you enjoy the music of a Nintendo game, there's nowhere official for you to get stuff. And it's saying that there's like a quite booming bootleg industry around it as well. Yeah, it's on the Switch. Didn't they expect you to walk around with the Switch in your pocket to listen to Nintendo music at one point? Well, not a thing. I'm pretty sure that was a thing. I, I think that was a I think that was a bit of a joke. <laughs> no, I'm pretty yeah, sure they had like a music player. I, I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm I'm hitting delirious yeah, stages e- at this point. Even even as someone who um, at one point used to walk around with a CD Walkman in me school pants, so it like bulged down to listen to music. Um, having a Nintendo Switch seems like as your music player seems impractical. Mm. Yeah, no, I think they just need to kind of get with the times. You can't even get the music on like Spotify and stuff. And no, I think I think if they were going to be so stringent with it, like yeah, like just give people options to listen to it then. Because people didn't, want to listen to it. Yeah, didn't didn't they like set up a website for you to go to to listen to their music? It's like no one's going to do that. People want to no. listen to it where they get the rest of their music. Music, yeah. Stop being idiots about it. Just don't yeah. be a dick. Yeah, I mean it's it's that whole thing of like um, Nintendo as a whole, that, like everything to do with their IPs is just like really aggressively protected in a way that, um, like. All the plate, like for example, Capcom will encourage people to like make content around the like games like Resident Evil and stuff like that. Whereas the risk of doing lo- stuff like that for Nintendo stuff, e- even like modern and stuff like that, the the attitude of some developers to the modern community compared to like, I mean, I know it was controversial, but the last one Nintendo went for and took down was that um, was it? No, that wasn't Nintendo. That was someone. But the Pokemon shooting game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They 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 they're aggressive and like I, I even saw in some of the I'm not sure if it was Pokemon Diamond and Pearl or Pokemon Legends Arceus some YouTubers like muted the music at the beginning of one of the two and they were like, Oh, we have to mute, you know, copyright stuff. And it's like surely, surely like 
that's not an issue. Come on. Like, they're, they're making a living, yes, off playing their games for your fans, but people are going to buy that game because of them. Yeah, so there's, just... a, there's a whole, like, ecosystem around that, like, between games, YouTubers, streamers, and people who, who are fans of these things and buy the games as a result. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a weird thing because there's no, like, agreement with that, whereas, like, obviously... I just remembered your joke. I'm sorry. Oh, I, was, I, was, I first said something else then. But like, yeah, like I did like a lot of, um, <clears throat> so obviously like, I did a lot of like music stuff as well. Um, so like I completely get where they're coming from on that side where like their music, I, I agree, like artists should be paid for their music and stuff if you're using it to help create your own content. But like the way they're kind of going about it is quite weird. Like then, like like you said, they're not giving people those options, and there's like people love video game music, especially like the older ones as well. Like you know, you you Ubis, I think, but Ubisoft released like vinyls and stuff of their music, and like I know I a load could, of indie, yeah, a load of indie devs, now, yeah, because um, I know um, the guys who did Messenger. Like I I, I really wanted the the vinyl for that, for example, because that music was sick, but um. Yeah, so I don't know. It, it's just like they're being overzealous, but then also like not giving thing, and then you feed into piracy, and it's just like if you're so against piracy, like why not make them people... obsolete? Yeah, in a way. Do you know what I mean? It's just it's such a weird attitude. I think Nintendo have got on this. Yeah, yeah. it's like the the thing that reduced piracy with films wasn't any kind of crackdown. It was. Netflix, the advent of yeah. streaming, like the increased accessibility of content, and I think that that's always going to be the thing. Is if people can't, if people really want something and they can't get it any other way, they're gonna do they're gonna the bootleg things. Yeah, especially when you pay it, if you're going to charge over the odds for it and stuff. It's just you need, yeah, just make it accessible, and then Nintendo wouldn't have this problem. Because yeah. like, what what's his stat? Like, what's his stats? You think? Uh, yeah, one point five billion views and four hundred seventy-three thousand subscribers. How are Nintendo not? That's just one channel that does it. Like, how are Nintendo not going? Oh, you could do something with this. Like, yeah, because even if they like, even if they just did like that sort of level of views, obviously it's small potatoes to them. But if they had, yeah, you know, do it on their own channel, that's ad revenue, isn't it, from YouTube? So yeah. That's loads of people subscribed for when you put out a video announcing a new game, they see it in their sub bar. It's just easy yeah. ad advertisement. It's just it. I don't know. I don't understand big money businessmen with their decisions. And it's like even if they set up like a separate Nintendo YouTube channel, <laughs> you could just be like uh, for music specifically, they could be like, oh, here's the video. Like, oh, we're releasing this because you know this game's coming out. Uh, you can pre-order it, and you can also check out the trailer, or like you could pre-order here or whatever. Do you know what I mean for the full game? And it's just like, yeah, there's just so many ways about it, and just I don't know. Yeah, same it's same weird. with the music industry as a whole. It's like no matter how many times like they they rallied against Napster, it was Spotify which killed it, and iTunes yeah. not not them like passing laws or whatever. And uh, now Spotify is its own problem, but uh, yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll that's a Topic for another day, I think. And, and if you're listening to this on Spotify, then obviously that's a meta reference because we're part of the problem. 
a jest up, obviously. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that's that's everything we've got in the news this week. Uh, any additional final thoughts from yourselves, Lloyd, Dale? No, apologies for the tangents today, but we hope you know you enjoyed. <laughs> and the last bit, jokes. Like, that was a I, bad joke. Slap bad. yourself on the the wrist or the back of the hands. Oh, that is. Naughty yeah. boy. Wait, no, we're going to shame stuff yeah. now. Stop. No, no, no. Stop. Sorry. Let's pull it back. Pull it back. <laughs> um, oh, you can't say anything without it being like that's what she said. Being the <laughs> response. Just let me pay daddy. <laughs> oh my damn! What was that? That's going sound clip. That is. That's going to be my text alert. <laughs> so, on that rather saucy note, um, thanks you to everyone who has watched and listened to the episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, we will be back next week as ever, and continuing with the madness and the shenanigans. Um, in the meantime. If you're not already, follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us on YouTube, and follow us on all the socials Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Uncap Gaming, and uncapgaming at gmail.com if you have any opinions you want to phone in for us to be heard on the show. And with all that, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Have a beautiful time. <laughs>